Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. What's this, like an eight-minute podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we quick, man. Yeah, we do it a uh, Krista Leo, Brian. Can get me out of here right Yeah. Send me right over there. No problem. All right. Wow. Wow, this is professional-sounding puck. My podcast sounds like shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you Welcome just... Welcome to ATC. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you just, like, put the phone, like, on your chest, right? And then just, like, talk into it or something? No, that's what it sounds... That happens sometimes, but I don't. I, I, I try to do it other ways. Do you like doing your podcast? Are, are we doing the podcast right now? Yeah. Is it yeah. going? Oh, yeah. all right. Uh, I know we, we usually, uh, we used to have like a, a big like, welcome in, man, man, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. but that's, you know, the you just intro get right. music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it just felt too much like morning radio and that gives comics like a little PTSD where we're like, oh man, I've been right. in too many bad situations and you're there. you're far too cool for morning radio. <laughs> Except <laughs> oh, for the wait. You know, you know, you know, your shit jokes <laughs> are way above that. Except <laughs> for that he did it for two months. Yeah. In San, oh, you in did San Fran. Yeah, I, uh, oh. I I was burned out from the road, and someone offered me a morning radio job in San Francisco, California, and I said I'll do it. And then like uh, oh. the first week, that's I was like, like that's, that's like not. the landlocked cruise ship gig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you blow up, like if if you can be like a uh, the king of the cruise ship. Well, no, if you can be like a uh, like you know get into that like you're like syndicated around the floor. yeah right but if you if you're just doing that morning drive thing and then they and they you go in there and 90 of the co- hosts and co-hosts they hate each other yeah it's like this loveless marriage you walk in you can feel the tension yeah dude you know how many shows i did where they when they were on the air it was just oh everything was going great and then the second they went to break it take about three breaks and i would realize mm-hmm. oh these guys uh they don't talk to each other okay? no they're talking t- to each other through me yeah like they're, they're sort of angle it. They're they're, they're both they're both having their individual conversations with you. Yeah, like the paper. One of them would just start reading the paper. That <laughs> happened when um, I was just reading up. I don't know how I was like on the internet last night. I was reading. I was just talking about this in my podcast. Or, uh, when Dean and Jerry Lewis broke up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how bad it got at one point. Yeah. Was Dean got into the restaurant business and he had this place right on the uh, uh, just uh, west of La Cienega and Sunset called Dino's Lodge and they had his likeness up there and everything and it was a really cool place because it started in 1958 and he was yeah. fucking Dean right so everybody was going down there famous people and then you know regular people going and see Dean in there and shit and he'd sign autographs first couple months whatever Jerry Lewis opened another restaurant like fucking three blocks down <laughs> what stole Dean's business manager offered him more money and rather than just having his face he yeah. had his face on a hundred foot pole revolving around <laughs> <laughs> just that the fuck is, you move. No, no, just, just the fuck like, you. Wow, man. You think, you know, some of these these bands and shit, some of the stuff they get involved in, like this, they, they went oh. like, they went like hardcore. Well, like, and nowadays with social media, I just don't feel like those feuds can really happen anymore because now they would blow up and everyone would know about it and everyone would talk about it. And some guy in North Dakota would be like weighing in like, that's kind of yeah. fucked and up. Sometimes that, it just becomes, and yeah. it just, you just go, is this just like a career thing for them? To pre- let's pretend we're mad at each other and like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know Did, well, you said, I don't know social media rule I mean it helps so much shit you yeah. know mm-hmm. but then it's just also like uh, do you ever just like reflect on I mean I, I'm curious I never too. reflect <laughs> <laughs> That's a great special title. That is something I never do. You never look back. Do you ever look back on the train wreck that's been your life? But you were saying like uh, being on the internet last night, like how often are you just, um, I don't want to say like going down a rabbit hole of like YouTube videos, but just like scouring the web for- All the time. Like mindlessly. No, it's never mindlessly. Always with a purpose? Yeah. It's almost like when you're- I tried to find out how to make a a homemade lat machine. Like, you know, lat pull-down machine? Yeah, yeah. I tried to figure out how to make one of those today. But the guy was like, it took me about six to eight hours. I could tell he was handy. It's like, dude, that, that's going to be like fucking six to eight months. Because <laughs> when I, I, I fucked up my rotator cuff and I let it get real bad, and now I finally fixed it and able to be able to, like, get back into being able to do pull-ups and yeah. stuff. I need the lat pull-down machine, but I'm not a member of a gym. <laughs> Why not? And I don't want to go down there. Because I'll fucking watch what I eat. I'll do some push-ups. Yeah. There you the go. The gym is gross. It really is. It's just everything's sweat all over, and it's, mm-hmm. it's really a disgusting place. Um, unless you're young. Then it's like, oh, you can meet people and stuff like that. But yeah. you're just an old guy. <laughs> yeah. 
who gets sick easily. I mean, it's not a place you want to be. So um, yeah. I was like looking up shit like that. But I watch a lot of. Uh, been watching a lot of stuff on like motorcycle racing, drumming, right. and like yeah, yeah. I look at like specific, just shit that I'm into either long haul or just yeah. uh, for a couple of minutes, and I'm, I'm into it. So. Helicopter videos. Yeah, I follow a lot of that stuff. How but, often are you flying? Well, I was on the road in Europe and, and on vacation last month. Not in your copter? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. So I, I haven't flown since uh, okay. like mid-May, so I got I got to get back in there. But I, it's something I honestly like really uh, like I really miss. It's it's, it's the an incredible amount. It's such it's the most ridiculous. You know, when they always talk, white privilege, white privilege. Yeah. White privilege ain't shit. Get a pilot's license. All of a sudden, you're by yourself flying over Dodger Stadium and it's legal. Like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Not it, saying it's not shit. You know, yeah, but, but like, yeah. The, in, your people of color, <laughs> your fans, all of a sudden. Yeah. I get, like, oh, we have two so, listeners. We have two. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, we talked about this backstage at the goddamn Comedy Jam, but I asked you if you had ever done the auto-rotate thing in your helicopter. Oh, no, you have to be and, able to do yeah, one of those. Yeah, you things. have to do that, and that blows my mind. Adam, What's that? when no, you... It's, that's not that hard. Well, like, <laughs> but just the concept of it, that, look, when you auto-rotate, you take off in a helicopter, you have to shut off the engine no, and then land? No, you don't land? shut it off. You, you don't shut, shut it off? It off. Jeez, just, how often does just, this happen where guys who've never flown just, a copter tell you how it's done? Well, Let me tell you how like, you live your life, I, Bill. I, I was like him. I thought before when I was training, I just thought like, well, this thing doesn't have wings. Yeah. If the engine cuts out, you're fucked. But you're, right. you're not. You're not. It's oh, like, you're not. Well, when it's when it's on, mm -hmm. it's drawing air into the disc, and that's what's creating lift. And and like the all the blades are shaped just like a wing. So it's the same thing. All you're doing is you're causing air over the top to go faster than below. Right. Which creates a low pressure system. High pressure always goes to low pressure, and it takes the most direct route, and that's through the wing, and that's how it fucking goes up. So that's what it is. So when the engine quits, God forbid, how you keep it turning is you now falling to the ground and it, and it rushes up. So there's a gotcha. certain speed with each one that you fly that you have to stay within because there is a thing though, if the RPMs went down too far, there's no way to recover. Mm -hmm. And then you just, you're in a bag of bolts and you're just, you're gonna die. So, but the thing is, is like they train you like a lab rat. Like the low RPM horn comes on, yeah. it's fucking nauseating, and you just slam the collector down. But to to get into one, it's the same inputs that you mm -hmm. do when you go to land. So as long as you think it like that, when I was taught it, they were like, what was it? It was like uh, lower collective of. Uh, I can't even remember. And it was like right pedal for trim, blah, 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 blah. You know, trim, airspeed, RPM, and all, yeah. the, all this shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You do have to look at that. But it's more just like, okay, if you settle into it, you just, you do what, you would do this. If you want to go forward or, you know, you do that. <laughs> you want to slow down, you just do that. It's right pedal. For, all you do is you just literally, the horn comes on and you go like that. And then you settle yeah. in. And then you just always make sure that you're flying. You're never flying below what I fly is uh, 65 knots because that's you don't you don't have to try to increase your speed because right. you'd have to nose it over and you're already falling towards the ground which you don't want to hit so, <laughs> um, so when you're coming in for a landing like it's like you you want to uh, before you make your final turn you are still keeping it around 65 right. god forbid if something happens and if something does happen you're right there at the fucking airport so it's fine yeah it's fine watch I I'll die next week <laughs> <laughs> has, your, has your passion for flight travel uh like transition into like is there going to be like a Bill Burr balloon like hot air like uh, center opening up or <laughs> that's more like Jeff Dunham Jeff Dunham yeah. <laughs> build, he builds his own oh for real he builds his own helicopter I thought you were like, like the puppet guy. guy's got hot air balloons he really no, does that guy. that guy I saw a documentary on that yeah. guy I was like this guy is like he's like he's fucking unbelievable he builds his I, own helicopters like he builds his own helicopters he built his own puppets because if you go to a store and you buy a puppet I didn't know this I've done that and then you get famous on it <laughs> yeah then they come in yeah you're using our product Oh, oh so then, like you, then you owe thing. them money. Yeah. Oh, so, some tiny and store. And then he didn't just make some stupid sock puppet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No offense to mankind. <laughs> right? I love that I get that reference. He he actually went on the computer. It was unbelievable. He had the, he had this 3D design. First of all, he made like this amazing character. He has the ability to do that. And then he stuck it in this thing that looked like a safe combination like microwave. And, it, and it, he pours this goop in or something like that, and it comes out, and he's got by the way, fucking head. I, I want to watch like, that documentary, but I want to have it immediately followed by the video of you talking about what the documentary is it, like. You can yeah. have your documentary. You're talking about it. It's just like this fucking guy. I'm sitting there going like, hey, I wrote a couple of jokes today. This fucking guy's like a mad scientist. He it's made like, a business. There's like lightning yeah. going off in the background. I was like, he uh, makes a puppet. I had, I had a... Uh, 
Oh, dude, geez. I already respected the guy, but when I saw that, I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ, this fucking That's guy. cool when that happens, when you feel like you know somebody, when you don't really, and then you see something like that deeper on them, like, like well, I mean, when you started uh, even just um, growing up, like, what were you into comedically? Like, what you what got you, like, interested in all this? Oh, three Stooges. Yeah. Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis. I liked all the silly shit. Yeah, I never yeah, was classics. into the Marx Brothers. I was oh, really? never a smart guy. It was always <laughs> just somebody hit. get hit in the face with a pie. It's fucking hilarious. Hey, it's classic. It always yeah. works. Yeah, and, but my, you... and my mother hated slapstick. Mm-hmm. So the more she didn't like it, the funnier it was. Yeah. Sure. Because then you have her commentary like, yeah, I don't just, get it. This is fun. <laughs> this is just re- like with Jerry Lewis. You be, oh, he's, he's too silly. He's just too And it just would make it even, uh, even funnier to me. So, uh, yeah, anything. Any, I liked... Those and then I liked all the badass actors from back then, right? Who a mm-hmm. lot of them were like war veterans, you know. So when they made a war movie, a lot of them, you know, like Lee Marvin was in infantry. I think he like his platoon. He was like one of the only guys that survived. Right, he Jeez. got shot in the leg. Yeah, some sciatic shit or something. So yeah, like, so like, so, yeah, so like so. when he's doing the thing, that's why when you see him in the big red one, you see him in all those war movies. He just he he is it because he was. So uh, you know, Charles training. Bronson, yeah. Was in Poland in like a coal mine. Like actors were <laughs> fucking tough. Yeah, God. back then. Now, yeah, nowadays now like, I lost saying forty a lot, pounds not saying, for the role. Not saying the former wrestlers, yeah, yeah. The people like that are tough and yeah. can't kick my ass. But I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. no, sure, we're not like, talking. There was we're a not lot talking about the rock that actually yeah. saw action and fucking had to kill people. Yeah. And then would go on the set or whatever. It was, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now it's like they have they have their vegan diets, and you're like, ah, I don't well, I would think as long it. as this this uh, you know free in the Iraqis thing is going on, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we're doing now. Is that what it is now? Uh, it's in, like it's in been, terms of it's military, been, it's been rebooted like nine times, <laughs> um, more than the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, but like those guys come in, and some of them are going to end up being actors. And I, mm-hmm. you know, this is such a fucking selfish thing for me to say, but just, <laughs> as a fan of movies, there yeah. could be some badass actors. So we, they are. There's going to be the new Lee Marvin. It's gonna so be, we just need a few more wars. Yeah. <laughs> and then, let's get some great actors. I already don't get work, but then once those guys come along, they're yeah, going to yeah. be like, oh, this guy's a pussy, man. He never fucking, he never saw the action. Yeah, yeah. He's played Halo a couple times. You said you weren't a, a smart guy growing up, but like you, I mean, you're obviously. I'm a weird kind of You're smart. so informed on yeah. stage. Like you speak to the highest of. Uh, I just speak confidently. I, I don't read or anything. I, I, I just see shit and I mm-hmm. go, oh, that goes with this. I don't even say I'm even conscious. And then I just connect them and I just say it like it's a fact. And most people don't read like me. And then everybody <laughs> just right. sort of agrees. You're so right. So, so you trick them. Yeah. It's not a trick because I'm not even like yeah. cognizant that I'm even fucking doing it. But like I, uh, I was not good at school. I was not uh, like if I'm into something. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be like halfway decent at but making people laugh was the only thing that I was ever like early on yeah I mean I had orange hair dude it was just like <laughs> something had to give it's like, a defense mechanism I had to keep the old is it kids. really that much of a, a, a socially crippling thing like you're, you're, you're like if you watch the Discovery Channel and they go to pick the week one they have one, specials it's just, on you guys yeah it's like yeah they have specials on redheads <laughs> when gingers uh, attack you haven't it, seen that it's definitely a thing that like older kids like we'll gravitate to, like we're right. gonna pick on some kids yeah you know it's oh, easy man, there's a group of kids and then I'm sticking out like a sore thumb yeah. like a fucking stop sign so there well, was, I was definitely a- that so I, I learned how to like uh, you know it caused me this weird thing where I was like a class clown but I was also like timid because uh, you know I, I knew that at any second you know the other shoe would drop mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, be some sort of well were, were you the type of guy that got in a lot of fights as a kid I did up until uh, junior high and I stayed back in first grade, and I had baby fat, so I could just lean on kids, and I did all right. <laughs> and then when I got into, like, sixth grade, you know when you get to middle school, there's that weird thing where it's just like, you know, you're, you're like four feet five with like a I've never been four foot five in my <laughs> entire right. life, Bill Burr. Thanks See, for bringing that, it that up. Just, that just <laughs> informed my intelligence. I looked right at him and it never dawned on me. You remember the when second, you were, the second you, you were sit four, down. I'm right here. <laughs> the second you sit down, you're full size to me. <laughs> you looked right at me and said, remember when you were four foot five? No. no. <laughs> That's never happened. Never remember well. when you were four? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways. So wait, so you would, uh, you, so you could, you could body age. up kids. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Other kids were like, all of a sudden there'd be some kid and he was like taller than the teacher and had like stubble. It was just that weird thing where it was just Ours was like, Jesse Mose. Yeah. He was fucking girls in seventh grade. Yeah. And yeah. he had a mustache. Yeah. And he was, always and he was like 6'3". I remember there was a kid like... Who was yours? Uh, this kid, John Pulsini. Fuck. You always know. Yeah. He, he was like, this fucking guy was, he was always tall. And I remember we went to lunch, like we weren't in the same division. 
And we were like just walked. We sort of looked at each other. And we kind of sized each other up. He goes, "Jesus, Bill, have you not grown in a couple of years?" It's like, no, dude, you're like the tallest person in the school right now. He was we like, thought you were principal, man. Yeah, he was very, 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 very tall. Um, How would you make so uh, people laugh in like middle school and high school? Uh, depending on how cool they were. If they were like football players and cool mm-hmm. and good looking chicks, I didn't fucking say anything. I knew where I was in the pecking order. I was in the middle. So if I was in some shithead class with a bunch of shitheads like me, I was much more outgoing. I had right. like nine personalities. If I was in a class where there was like, you know, overlap, where there was some juniors, some seniors, and I was a freshman or whatever, mm-hmm. I gradually got more brave with my jokes and then they thought I was cool. I always had to make sure. I, I mean, I was always like, yeah, I was a timid person, but uh, but if there was like a bunch of popular kids and I just shut up, I was just like, all right, this is uh, this is their world, you know. Yeah. This is the be- this is the best four years of their life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna get in the way of it. like it's mine. Because hey, cool. you it do is. your spot. No, dude. Like, but so was, you never had like an older popular kid that was like, you know, Billy Burr's pr- pretty funny. Like, and like, hey, come out, come hang out at the football party, like, and make oh, us no, laugh. No, 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 no. 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 And you didn't even want to try to, to... No, I just... A victory was if I made him laugh enough that he then moved on to bullying somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was back then. was just getting it off right. of you. Yeah. Getting it off of you. Yeah. When, when kids would make fun of me, I would be like, yeah, well, at least I'm not Matthew. Look the fuck... What's wrong with him? And just pass it on down the line. Yeah. And then... Deflect. Yeah. And then Matt's at the end of the line. Fucked. Yeah. No, you got to have it. You got to... You know? That's why you need... You need the weaker kids. We are, uh, we are f- <laughs> yeah, now we're trying to make everybody strong. It's like, no, you need a couple no, weak that, ones there. That is going to fail miserably. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you're going to go out into the real world and you got, you got, it's weird. It's like you have to, it's awful, man. You got to just take the humiliation. My mother said something so sad the other day, but it was so true. And I was talking, you know, I got a daughter, man. She's going to be uh, about a year and a half old, right? And and she was coming out to visit she goes oh this is like the best age she goes you gotta enjoy the first three years of their life you know that's the best time mm-hmm. she goes before the other kids ruin them oh yeah and it's and yeah it's not, it's not even just picking on them it's just like you know there's just gonna like I, I got you know friends who are parents who, you know with you know kids older than mine they know obviously like five six seven eight and stuff and they'll right. just talk about like oh my god he's friends with this kid next door this kid is just a fucking asshole and it's just like their parents are just not involved they're just not good at being parents or yeah. the kid's just a, a lunatic you know and your kid's friends with them and like how you how you, yeah. you deal with that yeah. now what I'm afraid of is these stupid phones and stuff it's like you know the internet porn and stuff and some kid's trying to show off and shows it to the kid you can't stop it like because the, the one kid will have a phone at like third grade or whatever second grade and then know how to go past whatever yeah. pr- parental yeah. filters I kind of knew impossible. that it's probably impossible I didn't need you to say it so definitively <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you exactly what your daughter's going to be looking at in five kid, years but he knows exactly you can't stop it <laughs> uh, I was no, gonna... like that should not be uh, like the internet is just fucking out of control with that the fact that kids can see what they can see is there ever going to be like parameters or, or, or an extra level of like clamping down like it there just seems because there there's like be the with, with kids there should be like I like it's it's not helping I, I saw this whole article uh, about kids uh, teenage kids uh, being addicted to porn and they had watched so much porn by the time they had sort of their first like interaction they said their body didn't respond meaning they didn't get it up like they yeah. were so like desensitized fuck yeah just, like, so it was like a 14 year old kid 15 16 probably 16 or whatever it was like he was on the vice squad the last <laughs> seven years of his life rather than doing what I was doing when I was right. a kid we out playing baseball yeah. and like mm-hmm. uh, I mean you are missing that's a great point yeah. you, like the activities you are missing out on as a kid because you are my 14 year old nephew the first time I started to understand that he was like really into porn he was downstairs I was at my sister's place and like three hours I'm hanging out all of a sudden he just comes out upstairs and he's like rubbing his eyes and he goes and he's like looked like he walked out of a cave and I go are you alright I go what were you doing on there taking a nap and he goes uh yeah and I go, that's not how people oh, respond. No. Like, his pause, his delivery, such a bad liar. Are you ratting him out right now in your fucking Fuck pocket? yeah, I am. <laughs> this kid jerks off too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he plays a lot of sports, too. I guess the balance is not right. so bad. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, you're, uh, when you said you're uh, uh, getting bullied like that, did your folks, like, step I bu- in? I also bullied. I was in the mm-hmm. middle. Of course, everybody did. I was also in the middle. Like, I, I would pick on weaker kids. And I was definitely one of the weaker kids, so I would. So you would like, come was, out of a locker and like throw the, somebody right back in. It was in. like the loser <laughs> caste system. <laughs> you know, I wasn't on the lowest rung, yeah, but right. I was no near where near the highest rung. So I definitely, you know, 
I did some shit and I said some shit that, uh, you know, just fucking things that kids do, you know? That were done to me, I did it to other kids. Of course. Mm -hmm. Did your parents ever step in and like, you know, like call, like I'll call the principal for you or like try to already, I'm curious like how much of like the the parental situation no, in, no, my, in ethics for family is like similar to, or you're basing it off of like you're actually. Yeah, no, it was very like okay. latch, latch key back then, but it was a different time. And like, it seems like it's this bad thing that kids just had a key to the house and they let themselves in and the mm -hmm. oldest kids watched the younger kids yeah. and stuff like that. But it was also, I mean, for whatever reason, it just like, I don't know if we're overly cautious because the way it is now, you feel like if you let your kid out of the house, there's a pedophile behind every fucking tree. Yeah. And like something, <laughs> like if you let him ride that bicycle down the street, yeah. you're never going to, you're literally never going to see him again. And then I think of some of the shit that I did. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, I was once on a bike and I was gone literally with my friend like all day, like all day. We were not at a house all day, just riding around the city. Yeah. And like now, if you did that, like some parent would call and they'd find out who you were and like... They're, they'd they're, take pictures of you on the bike and then they'd take you away from your mom. They'd yeah. be like, this is like, you know, some sort of bad, uh, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, yeah, how are you going to balance... Social, social services, but like, <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where you just... You know, my mom, you just said, you know, go outside and play. You just went outside and there was other neighborhood kids mm -hmm. and you just met other neighborhood kids and then figured out what to do. They were building new homes. You'd go down and climb in them and break shit and <laughs> right. run into bigger kids and you'd hide. Or they'd, like that, the yeah. one, that one episode where the build was up in the tree yeah. and the kids were throwing rocks yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That really happened to me and a friend of mine, but there was no fireworks and stuff. Obviously, we took it to the next level. Right. But we were just up in this tree. These bigger kids came by and saw us and just threw rocks at us <laughs> until they were tired. <laughs> Oh, we were just up there <laughs> crying. <laughs> so they're trying to dodge him. Yeah, man. It was just, it just was, uh, yeah, it was very, uh, it was just a lot of that. And then if there was snowing out, all of a sudden there was that one house that had the big hill and everybody would just go up there mm -hmm. and you'd be sledding or whatever. And then the big kids after a while would get bored with sledding and then they'd, they'd you know, come up with stunts for you and the little kids to do, and they pile like ninety on top of one of those little. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Zoom you out towards <laughs> traffic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was always the guy because I was the smallest. They, uh, every, every idea would be like, I wonder if Brad could fit in. Like that was the game yeah. show. I wonder if Brad could fit in. Uh, their self-esteem wasn't where it needed to be. It's like, well, at least they're interacting with me. Sure, I'll get in that refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, uh, been in a refrigerator. Been been in a dryer. Have oh, you really? Oh, oh yeah, dude, a refrigerator. That's that's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's what people used to always. All the kids used to die in those fucking. Yeah, and, and you joked about on. I can't remember which uh, special it was, but about the um, They're kids. All the same. <laughs> Not true. Uh, the um, what you joke about the kid, uh, the Duracell battery commercial, and the kid having the tracking device uh, oh, on yeah. him. Do you ever think it'll get to? Absolutely, it's, it's already going on. It's either Switzerland or Sweden or something like that. Oh, really? Somebody sent me something like, like getting chipped is like the new thing. Like yeah. kids. Kids grow up with technology and they're not afraid of it. So maybe I'm maybe I'm overreacting because this shit was all like Star Trek and sci-fi and on like the Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. And it was presented in a very fearful way. I mean, maybe it, it won't be bad. I don't fucking know. But like, I don't want a foreign object in my body. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. You know, my body, like, how are you going to trick my body to not reject it? I mean, it's not supposed to be there. So. Yeah, like, uh, I, I I know that dogs are chipped right now. My dog's chipped. And it's only a matter of time until it I didn't gets to do the kids. That. I didn't do that with my dog. Oh, oh Specifically because I knew that they were going to slowly work their way up the food chain to human beings. <laughs> So now it seems normal. Well, my dog's chip. Yeah. You know, nothing's happened to my dog. Mm -hmm. Why would anything happen to me? I actually, no, I, you don't even want to hear my fucking... <laughs> well, because well, I know you're kind of, I don't want to say you're into conspiracy theories, but you're into looking at, and not just accepting things. You're, uh, you, you, you kind yeah, of see the bigger picture. People don't handle a position of power well. Yeah. I'm a good example of it. Everybody, just, <laughs> you, you know, it's not something human beings are good at. Generally mm -hmm. speaking, some people every once in a while you get like a saint that is, but like, no, I think uh, you know, either it's absolute chaos out there, or I think that the reason why they're the richest people aren't concerned about what they're doing to the environment is because they're going to replace us with robots. Is what I think. <laughs> I know that sounds fucking nuts, but I do. I, I mean, think they're going to replace us, and then they're going to live, and then there's going to be a group of us where our job is going to be to reproduce, so they have organs that they can harvest and continue oh, to God. live forever. <laughs> Are you sure this is a Matt Damon sci-fi movie at some point? Well, well look, <laughs> I robot. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying like <laughs> it's a possibility. I just look at like well, if you look at the shit that corporations do, yeah, yeah, 
you know, to the drinking water and, and prolonging wars and, 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 and all the shit that they fucking do, you know, getting these guys bought and paid for. All these fucking guys who've been president, they all come out, they're worth like 80, Obama's worth like 80 million, Clinton's worth hundreds of millions, Fuck. Bush's are worth hundreds. It's like, how do you do that? You were in public service. You made, you made 500 grand a year at the highest paid level as a president for eight years. That's 4 million bucks. I don't know, even if you didn't pay taxes. Yeah, how do you have How 80? did you get that thing to multiply by four to eight? And then, well, they do these speaking engagements. And then you look who they speak to, and it's the people who fucking put them in office. It's like they're washing the bright money. They don't even try to hide it. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, so I imagine you don't have an Amazon Alexa in your house? What is that? Oh, that's that lady? No. Yeah. <laughs> the woman you talk to that makes you dumber and records all your shit. And like, yeah. you're never going to be able to run for president. Ever. If you ever, if you ever There's go many into, reasons why I can't, but yeah. If you're ever going to, what that uh. thing's going to do is just totally record everything that you say. Mm-hmm. Everything that you say in your house, okay? And then, then they're just going to have key words. Yeah. They'll type in the N-word. They'll type in homophobia. They'll type in whatever the fuck you said. I don't know what you say at home. I don't know Alexis what I say at will. home. Alexis will. Yeah. And it, they'll have anything and they'll just string it together. If they don't have enough, you'll say it. have said enough shit. Brad, he's exactly right. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. sew it together. Howard Stern does it. What's that? <laughs> it takes like sound bites and strings them together to yeah. make... You know, yeah. I mean, like, there's no reason why. Yeah, there's one case that that's that's what they're gonna. uh, There was one case where they actually they actually solved a murder because the person who got killed had an Alexa, and it like and it recorded the murder. So they went in, they got the recording, even though you're like, oh, that's not recording. Turns out, oh yeah, yes it is. One of those fucking people who makes the flat screen TVs got busted they were watching you on the camera watching tv now what if you're banging your wife what are they doing and the fact that there's just and the fact that you know if one person gets your address and everybody gets your address and they're selling your private information with all the stalkers and psychos out there like yeah but like they put politicians in office so they don't get in trouble for all the horrible shit that they're doing which is why i think robots yeah they'll take over and they'll harvest our organs and now it all makes sense <laughs> You know, the first time I uh, I feel like I got to kick it with you, which was awesome, was the Big Poppy Roast. And I want to hear, uh, and maybe Brad can, uh, you can enlighten him on your experience with that. Because w- one thing I found incredible was the amount of, like, lack of prep you seemed to, like, display and then just destroyed as usual. And you went up last, but you did something that I've never seen before where you, like you shit on the uh, the organization that put on the event, you know, in a fun, jokey way, but still, like, was taking shots yeah, at, like... Yeah, that guy was, like, videotaping the whole time. I knew yeah. Grunk was going to get in trouble. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Because this is going to... Because they were supposed taken, to air it. It's going to get taken out of context. No, it was some guy with his cell phone camera. Oh, right. That's why I told him, I go, shut that off. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Because it's a roast, and you take one thing, and it's like, oh, Gronk said horrible things. It's like, yeah, it's a roast. But then That's it gets... Supposed but, to do. Yeah, but then it goes on those clickbait sites, right. and then they act like it's... Like and it was, it was, TMZ thing. was like, Gronk talks about blacks, Jews, and Dominicans. It was like, everybody did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a roast. Did you have fun at that? Was that I your... a great time. Yeah. I think, done... I, I think I made fun of Lenny Clark more than I made fun of Big Poppy. But, <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, I was thinking, how do I make fun of Big Poppy? The guy, like, you know... Yeah, I was going to ask, because that's... I mean, those are your guys, right? Oh, you know, you saw what I did. I just made fun of him for being a fucking DH (laughs) sitting on the bench. What's it like to play pro baseball? What's it like waiting for a bus? (laughs) Except once every 40 minutes you get up and you ground out into the shift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I made fun of his big fucking square head. But he was so fucking cool. He was cool. I just remember he just kept yelling, fuck you at me. And I was going, fuck you too. You want to get roasted? It was just the most fun. He was such a fun guy. It was so great. And I thought Pedroia was great. Unbelievable. When Pedroia went up, he's like, I'm like, you fucking assholes. I wrote these jokes or whatever. I love that. I was just like, there it is. Yeah. That's the spark. That's why he's a champion. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, um, you know, I, I, I thought the whole thing was. Uh, Do you enjoy the process um, of even just like writing jokes for something specific like that? Well, yeah. You know, something I, I've avoided doing a lot of roasts uh, just because I learned early on someone always ends up getting mad. Yeah. And then so there's got to be like I have to have some sort of connection to the person that I'm roasting. Right. If right. you just go in there as a hired gun, it's guaranteed you're going to piss somebody off. Yeah. You and got, then some of those you roasts have a relationship. Too. Yeah. It just got to the point where it was, it was getting like. Like the whole like we're roasting you because we love you was just gone, mm-hmm. and it yeah, was just w- like, hey, I heard your mother died of AIDS. <laughs> let's you know, not, remember yeah, that? Let's find her corpse and fucking jizz on it. <laughs> oh, oh, and it's just like, all right, yeah. It's like when they bring Ann Coulter to the roast. It's like, yeah, there's some. Oh, that's the other thing too. Yeah, where the, where they bring the that's person. That's how in. Donald Trump, I think, became president. 
Anytime there's a roast, mm -hmm. the problem is, okay, we're going to roast Adam, right? There's mm -hmm. only so many angles. We all know him in the same fucking way. None sure. of us are Alexis. I'm sure Alexis could do fucking two hours on it. <laughs> so you have to have that <laughs> other person that gets invited. Right. Who's always excited that they were invited, but don't realize the reason why they were invited right. is because it's going to be open season on yeah. them. And I, I, I Courtney saw, Love at the at the Pamela Anderson roast. Yeah, the situation from Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah. Carrot Top got it bad one time. Yeah, and it was like it was just like, and Donald Trump got mm -hmm. invited to that Obama thing. And if you notice, as far as I mean, I obviously wasn't there, but it looked like they sat him right in the middle of the fucking room. Oh so yeah, Seth yeah. Meyers could find so him. They he was perfectly he lit. Was, like he was yeah. a layup, and I think that he was just, he was so fucking mad. Mm -hmm. He didn't even then move. He ran for president. What's so fucked up wow. is then, like, I don't know when that was, but like within four years of that, he's walking into Obama's house, like, see you later. I mean, it was it was like a fucking, it was like the end of Empire Strikes Back. You know? <laughs> when, when, like, Darth Vader wins, it was just like, wow, man, I can't wait to see the next one. This yeah. is crazy. So, um, yeah, there's always that with those roasts. So mm -hmm. I just, always, you know. I loved uh, I loved during that whole time too because when we were working on our jokes at Laugh Boston and you know and and, and there, you, you had kind of heard that I was going to dress up as an old Yankee fan and you were like oh I loved it you were like what are you going to dress up like Babe Ruth or some shit like you were just so bust my balls and then you had no clue that I'd flown out like a makeup lady and was transforming myself no I saw you in the lobby and I didn't recognize well that's what I've told that story so many times because I was remember I went up to you I don't know if you remember exactly what was said but but I was like hey I was like hey Bill I'm a big fan and you're like all right buddy yeah thank you so much you were nice and then I go hey I got uh, I got some notes for your cartoon you're like what and I was like yeah man if you don't mind I get to speak if you think and you're like buddy fuck off and I was like come on man and then I go Bill it's me and you go what and your look when yeah. you realized it was me was like what fucking I, whatever priceless. they did to your neck yeah. you look like you know those people you can see that they have like fuck was it hypertension yeah like mm -hmm. this person's gonna have a heart attack like that's what your <laughs> neck looked like it was just like this guy yeah eats a lot of salty foods <laughs> it was amazing and the one I loved too was was uh, how much the Red Sox fans. They loved it. Like yeah. that's what a mm -hmm. sports town Boston is. You came out as a Yankee fan. They booed it first. Then you're like, "Go fuck yourself." We got 27, <laughs> and then they laughed. Yeah, they laughed. Yeah. I was really, that was cool. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool on their part because I thought they were going to be, you know, possibly getting you know upset about. about would you would you ever do something like that? Like not only for a, a roast specifically, but like an acting job. Like, do you ever see? Uh, a, a part or, or envision like man at some point I'd love to just get in full like you know like no, the, the way Jim Carrey did the Grinch like something like, yeah, like that a, intense Eddie Murphy yeah, thing. yeah until you do you want to do the, until, the new Grinch until you watch E <laughs> yeah. Entertainment and you see how long they're sitting in that chair and yeah. they have the straws up their nose <laughs> yeah. like that's really for an actor yeah you know what I mean <laughs> I like being in movies it's fucking cool as yeah. shit I yeah. like acting I really enjoy yeah. it but I don't want to have to fucking dress up like the werewolf every day <laughs> or you know these personal trainers and shit so mm -hmm. you can play uh you know fucking so you're hornet gonna, or yeah whatever. yeah so you're you're not gonna like play a superhero where you gotta have no, a six-pack look, look well i don't think at this age i think i got a <laughs> the way i look i got a better chance playing lex luther i think <laughs> i think he always had a nice pot belly <laughs> well fed. So, but i like uh i like the parts that I've, I've been getting out here and uh i'm very comfortable with it and i still love being a comedian and that's what I like to like there's no more fun than doing that like I just played two of my favorite cities I was in Minneapolis and I was in Detroit and I love all that Cleveland Pittsburgh mm -hmm. all the way through right over to Baltimore Buffalo all these places that everybody's you know you know I was always oh flyover states and everything they're they're beautiful they're awesome. cities yeah, yeah food yeah. is unbelievable people are psyched that you you know that you came there and shit yeah, why do you think you, people say th uh, that about us do you think it's they just haven't gotten out and experienced it like no, you seem like because there's a there's this thing that people have that move to New York and LA they just automatically think that they're successful because they left their hometown and all they really did was just put their shit in a bag <laughs> and go somewhere else to sleep. <laughs> and they're, they're acting like that they're like enlightened. Oh, shit. And, yeah. and they yeah. have work in the Louvre or some shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, because you, you did the uh, Billy Red State tour. What was oh, that yeah. What it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you like, you, you, you like I, went I, to a bunch of small I, towns. All the Red States. And I went out there. And when I go out, like, when I go out, to red states, I, I, you know, I make fun of uh, conservatives and mm -hmm. fucking AR-15s and all of that shit. And, yeah. You know, you want my guns? Come and get them. I yeah. make fun of all of that shit. And then when I'm out here, back in the day when Hillary was running, I just made fun of Hillary. Dude, you did something. Uh, it was Night of Too Many Stars. 
and then you went on stage at the Beacon Theater in front of a bunch of rich. Yeah, that, was a, that was a fun show. Rich liberals that are all there, now, now, all Obama you, you, supporters. Now, now you didn't meet any of them. You, don't know who <laughs> you just you just did some quick Jesus math in your head. God. All rich liberals. But you went out there and then you shit on Michelle Obama. Like that's how you like kind of. No, I didn't. Well, <laughs> you said like I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm getting tired of her. Like um, I'm she she's starting to piss me oh, off. Oh, I don't know. That was yeah that thing where uh, about the first Hillary, lady. Hillary did in. it first. Yeah, where it's like all of a sudden you're kind of like yeah yeah I kind of got elected too right. <laughs> yeah. It's like no you didn't you didn't. It's like that fucking yeah. uh, you know when your buddy's got a backstage pass but doesn't have one for you and you try to fucking slip <laughs> in with them. And all of a sudden. You know, yeah. I got to sit there listening to you discussing policy. It's like nobody fucking vetted you on the no. way in. You were just sitting there doing this shit. Now all of a sudden you, you get made head of this council. It is, you yeah. know what it is. But like, you know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like they all fucking nag him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, Hillary, you doing it. All right. Fuck. I'll get you a job too. Fine. You can, you can, uh, you want to run the treasury? You want to be the foreign policy? Get her out of the fucking house. But I see you do something like that and I go, man, like you, you look at an audience. It, it, it seems as though you look at an audience and go, I'm going to talk about something that they absolutely on the surface disagree with, but I'm going to convince them. No, I'm just more of an asshole and I just see like, <laughs> like if I went, to like the biggest meathead mm -hmm. guy convention thing ever and did stand up. Yeah. I would be championing women's rights like you couldn't believe. But <laughs> if I went to a school and there was a bunch of feminists there, mm -hmm. I would act like Archie Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you know you're digging no, a hole because or fuck them. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> with them. your stupid agenda and you're yeah. gonna fucking sit there. Hey, we all grew up on the same block and we all hang out with each other. That's why you're fucking extremist morons. Because mm -hmm. you're just sitting there all agreeing with each other yeah and even, looking through one lens even if you're smart in a way you if the the vibe of the crowd is this mouth-breathing morons where then it's just like it's just like keep every joke on this street mm -hmm. and then you're a hero if you veer off anyway you know nowadays it's like you know they try to ruin your career so have yeah. you always been that way have you always like just approached when you are on stage that you don't want to like no no i did i don't know when i started doing that i, I i'm doing it more though now where there's all of this, like, you know, you always do these interviews. with well, today's comedy climate. Do you feel the <laughs> fucking pressure? It's like the whole comedy cl climate thing is completely invented because you can do a show in front of 2,000, all the way up to 6,000 people. Get a standing ovation. Yeah. And in the end, if one person didn't like the show and they blog about it, yeah. their fucking point of view is what happened that night. Right. And they can write, I've had this happen. People were walking no out. People didn't like. Yeah, this. What I, I I forget. I was doing one of those. Uh, uh, what is it? Fucking uh, nutty McFuckers. Whatever the whatever whatever that that what was that tour? Oddball Who books tour. That? Oddball oh, yeah, tour. Oddball, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And it was something weird, right? So <laughs> there was McFuckers. there was wasn't as weird as that. Somebody out there had that idea for a comedy yeah. club name and is so bum you just made fun of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's in Florida somewhere. <laughs> um, so it was just it was a wide variety of people outdoor amphitheater right yeah and then it was just like a lot of that you know because mm -hmm. you, you know when there's people on the show that are are catering to those people they think that then this show becomes their thing so then when i go out there all my silly shit all of a sudden becomes like statements so i don't know i don't know what though i was trying to figure out like wow why the fuck did that happen but this person was just like lying, going like mm -hmm. there's people walking out. Nobody thinks he's funny. Jesus. And, blah, 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 blah. and, and that gets the, top billing. No, and the real thing, dude, I had to go on mm -hmm. after all of those. I mean, there was a bunch of killers on that show. Yes. I went on close to the end. After like three hours probably, hard. right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fucking difficult. Going after this fucking asshole <laughs> at the, uh, the K-Rock. Yeah, I, mean, I was Fools telling you about this today. That was the first one of those fucking I went. Fucking the stool and all that shit. <laughs> fucking that was... Why did you just light a guitar on fire? <laughs> then I have to go on. I always give them shit, too, because they're like, you know what you had the set of the night? Let me guess, the guy went up third? <laughs> when everybody was still sober? I was just telling Brad that today. I go, that was the first one of those I went to, and I remember I couldn't, like, he goes up and does his lap dance and crushes, and you go out there, and you were working out your stuff about Hitler and Stalin, and I just <laughs> that, seen you that, work. That, that, that did not go well. I <laughs> but here's what was unbelievable. I literally saw you working it out at the store the night before, and I'm like, I can't believe he's working this out for 6,000 people, and, uh, you know, it's nothing 
nothing to you, but but yeah, it no, got... it was something to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. I don't I don't like not doing well, but okay. they, they, I was already so fucking annoyed with them before I went out there that I was just like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this. But you literally made a comment. You go and you felt a turn, and you kind of pause, and then people started laughing because you kind of just gave a moment to like recognize. All right, not everyone's on board, and you go, really? You go, a, a midget comes out and fucking humps a stool, and I can't try to work something out about Hitler. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then yeah, the then, show was over. But then yeah. they like everybody laughed, and then like you kept going, and then somehow like they got more on board. Like how often? When did that turn happen? Because I, I've seen you do that a lot. Where not not that you were personally. <laughs> I've seen per- you bomb a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I'm saying like you will you will uh, take a and you say like you go. I realize this isn't a, a popular opinion. And you're talking about something that a lot of us just don't have the balls to talk about or don't have a a thorough enough point of view to uh, to explore. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. All right. Everybody well, does. And everybody, it's, that's why when I'm, what I'm saying isn't that fucking I couldn't take stupid. I see some of the stuff you're talking about right now, and I'm like, I don't know if I could talk about it from that angle. But And so I feel like that takes time, right, to get. Well, go into hair and makeup and just go out as that fucking Yankee <laughs> guy. Have him say it. Trust yeah. me. I, sometimes no, I want I, to. I actually, uh, I hate when, when, when comics say, like, I can't get away with this. Like, well, it's like, mm-hmm. yes, I get away with it. Yes, it's not yes, that yes, I don't you, have yes, the. Yes, you can. I don't you have the can. trust in myself to to attack it and really all right well start just say one rude thing tonight <laughs> <laughs> well like when did I'm you not saying just be when did you though get rude. like also you have to be uh you know genuinely intrigued about like you know some of the stuff you're talking about now uh and i won't uh you know uh tease it but like you obviously have to get to a point to where you um just don't care that you're not going to like that people aren't going to be on board with it right well i mean you get to a point a relationship with the comedy club mm-hmm. especially out here i mean the first like you know you know fucking six seven years you're out here you feel like you have to kill every time you go that's up what i'm there. saying yeah and then once you get in and you know you start to uh you got to get to that point where you've started to pay them back for the stage time because okay. at first they're doing you a favor because sure, no one knows right. who the fuck you are and you're not good yeah. and then you get good and then that's the payback time and then when you uh, start selling tickets then you can really pay them back because if they advertise you more people come down they sell more drinks and blah 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 and when you're doing that then you can actually relax and you can talk more about the stuff that you you know that, that, that you want to talk about but a lot of the shit that I'm talking about if nobody knew who I was mm-hmm. uh I'm not saying all clubs, but there would be a number of clubs that I, I would probably, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I had that happen at the fucking Laugh Factory, like years ago. Oh, really? Jamie stopped booking me over something. You know? Do you remember what, what you said? What happened, buddy? You used to work clean, then you come in, you fuck, fuck, fuck all over the place, and blah blah. I thought I was laughing. I thought he was just joking. Then all of a sudden, I just stopped getting spots. And he would be like, "No, man, no, man, that never happened. That never happened. Yeah, it did. It did. So maybe he was right. I don't know." Do you have a, a spot that you is a stage a stage to you or is like are there certain like I've heard stories of you doing open mics in towns after you do a theater and you'll coffee shops I know Dean Del Rey was like oh yeah, oh, yeah Bill came and played that. my fucking coffee that. shop and I was like <laughs> that's a good deal thanks man <laughs> oh tour going to fucking Portland I've been in the copper yeah. that I was the, great that was great Bill I saw him on their first tour <laughs> no he always got that thing isn't that amazing Ozzy opened up listen to this lineup. <laughs> Oakland Coliseum. I'm standing next to Bill Graham. Oh. I'm doing lines with Axel Rose. <laughs> kind of amazing stories. Yeah, he lives in this apartment complex. You can go, you, you can go stop by his well, place after he, this. He has. Uh, right, we only got to out where people fucking live. Yeah, Brad. Well, we haven't said the street yet. We've oh, gotten okay. close. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, but is it? But is there a uh, like? Do you you don't go out of your way to like after you do like the 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 Beacon or um, Carnegie Hall or something to come back and um, like hit a the haha or something like just something completely I, just love, I love doing stand up and I you, so you I, don't say no you don't think about what the room is you, you need to be conducive to comedy obviously right like you're not gonna do a bar show no I just find those the little rooms are they're, they're fun and I've just mm-hmm. always loved comedy clubs I mean that was really the goal the goal when I was starting there was only like you know Pryor Cosby uh, who else Dice Carlin there was a handful of people that were doing theaters Mm-hmm. And it was just like the big, like TV stars came to town and they played the Comedy Connection at Faneuil Hall. And I was like, this is a 400 seater. They sold it out. It's fucking unbelievable. It sold out the whole weekend. And that was like the goal. Like if I could ever just go around the country selling out comedy clubs. So all of this other stuff has been. Uh, 
crazy. Yeah, it's been, and it, it has been because of the internet and, and social media and how comedy so fits in with it, where it's just like people, like most of the shit you watch, it's like mm-hmm. you either want to be blown away or you want to laugh. So we're kind of 50% other than whatever porn is. In that. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you want to laugh. I mean, yeah, and sometimes you're blown away. <laughs> blown, blown away was a good t- uh, porn there title. Go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> are, uh, are theaters just like way to go into a city and, I mean, and pop in and pop out? Is it just like way more fun than staying for a weekend? Or do you miss those days? Um, I know you said you don't reflect, but. No, there's, there's good and bad about it. Because yeah. there's cities that I love like uh, Minneapolis so it was cool that I was there for two days I got to see drive by at least where the Minneapolis Lakers used to play it's still awesome. up this armory thing and they just redid it so you no can do a show there and I just want to take a tour just to see it but yeah. it doesn't look like the way when George Mikan was there and stuff but uh, you know I got a Juicy Lucy you know what I mean I, I did a few things over there <laughs> what's a Juicy Lucy oh, that's, that's, in fact that's what Brad does to you in Vegas if you pay 40 bucks yeah no, let's see. Uh, they got that burger where they put the chunk of cheese in the middle of it, and then they don't tell tourists about it. And then you come in and you bite, and it's like fucking molten lava. So you're supposed to nibble it around oh, the edges, wow. like cut it in half. So it's, um, but like, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of cool shit to do. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like Milwaukee's one of my favorites. I want to go there like, so bad. Oh my god, Milwaukee is it? Oh yeah, dude. My I, mom and got, dad used to live there. I got a couple places that you can go to to smoke a cigar, go get some really good food. Yes. And, uh, and he could take a tour of the Miller High Life yes. factory, which I've yet to do. Um, do you get people hitting you up too when you go to cities? I'm sure, right? Like, come take a tour of this. Uh, just hit up this guy. Like, you can pretty much bit. key I, to I, the city. I don't look mm. at a lot of like that shit. I don't look at a lot of that shit. What do you mean? I don't look those at messages. It. Yeah, I don't. I, I like because right, that was actually me who offered that tour 17 <laughs> years ago. No, I, yeah. I feel like that stuff is for me to put shit out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And if somebody has like a, you know, if they ask like a specific question, like, you know, when is FFF family coming out? Yeah, like, yeah. If I'm allowed to say it, right, whatever right. hell I'm allowed to say it, then I will answer that. But like... Uh, but ballparks and sporting events, do you just, I mean, like... We've had some... I'd be like, doing that all the time if I was you there. Like, well, they it, want you there. Yes, they do. Yeah. But then also, then it can get weird. It can get, you'll see. <laughs> it can get weird but I mean I've done some cool shit like you know I've gone to like a uh, you know I go to a big college football game every year and I just asked one time I went to a UT game uh, Texas and uh, I was like who's got a good come on I know you guys are all smoking out here who's got a good fucking uh, you know barbecue whatever cookout to go to Tailgate, yeah. and somebody got to us and we fucking like alright we went there it was in a public place so it seemed safe <laughs> And it was weird for a few minutes, and then they just realized we were, hey, we're just here to drink and eat. And they're like, ah, and then it just became normal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you got to talk to a couple old timers. We hear when, you know, Earl Campbell was here. Do you oh, remember that shit? shit? Oh, so it was, I like I liked that time. Yeah, because you really seem like you've made an effort to go to a bunch of games and a bunch of stadiums in like all the different cities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to do something when you're out there. Yeah. Is there a, uh, do you have a, a, a food or a snack, like, you know, a snack? This is one. Is this like the end of the podcast? Like, we're really just getting down to, like, the nitty. Now, when you we got about wait, wait, 15, wait, 20 minutes left. Wait, is that you cool? clip your fingernails. Do you, do you go with the right hand or the left hand? Hey, man, hand? this is what the, the podcast forum it's has allowed for. Here too, by is the it way. really? Can yeah, we turn like, some AC on? Like, these lights here. Like, what are you guys going to do with this? Do I need to sign Let's or go on the ATC uh, site. Don't these things yeah. only last for, like, 15 minutes or something? They got a chip in them. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh, is it connected to the chip in you? Yeah. A Lexus, he controls it. Is that the voice? Yeah. <laughs> Can you do about 15 more minutes? Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. Um, I can't turn my I was own. loving it till about five minutes ago. <laughs> it just started getting like... That's pretty good. Uh, 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 Bill, you go to cook. Apron, no apron. <laughs> well, since you brought it up. Well, well I, do I go apron if I'm baking. Because <laughs> I know you be do messy. bake. If I'm going to mess, it's going to be messy. Yeah, an apron's the greatest because you, you can just go like that. <laughs> yeah. And you keep it moving. Yeah. Do you put your hands in your pockets you or you're out of hands? Are you waving guy? You're doing... All right. No, but like, well, you are you are a big sports fan and we just had... We have NBA free agency going on right now. You're a... A big Celtics fan. How do you feel uh-huh. about LeBron coming to Los Angeles now? Um, you know, I'm all right with it. I mean, it's just like it's kind of boring if you're a Celtics fan and Lakers aren't good, which they haven't been for the last four years. But uh, thanks. It does see <laughs> that it does seem that the the NBA like is finessed like no other league. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like so, American Idol. You know who's going to win like before the show's even started. Yeah, and it's definitely like they're they're doing everything they can short of fixing games now that they got the one guy who was fixing them right. Which all last decade, dude, they had a major fucking problem. Major oh, yeah. Problem. Major. I said for years ago, this is fucking fixed. I went to a fucking Celtics-Utah jazz game. Nice. I swear to God, I'm in Utah, and it was like, this guy, you got to take out a hatchet. 
to fucking for like 10 minutes there's no fouls and then all of a sudden he's calling it totally tight and then he goes back again like I've never seen that so blatantly because it's always like you know the, the, the umpire establishes the strike zone or he's hey he's yeah. letting them play tonight yeah. it's not like yeah. this Sybil shit where like <laughs> the guy's got like 20 personalities and nobody knew what was what and I was just sitting there and I looked at somebody I was like this is fucking is it me is this game fucking fixed this guy's mm-hmm. like shaving points or something. Like they're not going to hit the mark. Oh, they're going too fast. You know, whatever the fuck he had. Right. Um, and then everybody said I was nuts, which I was back then because I was like, <laughs> you think that robot conspiracy <laughs> is but, uh, but then there was finally a, a ref that got busted for Tim being Donaghy. a mom. Yeah. 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 And just basically said, you know, Lakers, that got, you guys got that championship. You yeah. Should have beat the Kings. By uh, beating Sacramento Kings. That was the not big Not beating, one. you know, they, the, yeah. the refs did. The refs should have got a fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. something, you know? And... Uh, yeah, I don't. There's just something, or the the referees just have too much influence. Like the last time we played you guys in the finals, it was a game mm-hmm. seven, Celtics Lakers. I mean, that is the NBA. Yeah, right. it was the most boring game I've ever seen. They called like thirty something fouls yeah. on the Celtics and like like fifteen on the Lakers. You just can't do that in a game seven. You got to make the players beat you. I literally watched them from the line beat us in a game seven. It was like the most. You know, it's like Can when you ju- watch these fucking World Cup games. Yeah. When it comes down to penalty kicks. Yeah, that yeah, that's always frustrating. Can we just get rid of the stuff. refs for like one game maybe and just see what happens? Well, I mean, it's just We'll go with one ref. I think it just it just it's just changed now. So there's it used to be like when I was a kid, if you were a rock star and you did any sort of a commercial, uh you were a sellout. And now it's just like that's how they get their music out there. And it used to be back in the day that if you were with the team, you were with the team mm-hmm. and you didn't just join the other fucking team. You tried to beat them. And that's yeah. it's just over now. And that that time I'm glad I got to watch it the other way. You know, where guys were Yeah, just, where like you have the Magic and Bird were on the same teams like their whole career. Yeah, like if if when the Celtics beat the Lakers in eighty four, if Magic yeah. just said to hell with it and joined the Celtics <laughs> the next year. That would be yeah. fucking bonkers. Rather than he stayed and right. in eighty five you were the first team that ever won a championship in the Boston Garden on drank the parquet champagne. Floor. And I'll yep. never forget Kareem when he hit that shot and he went like that. I was yeah. like going, Fuck you on the TV. <laughs> so mad. But like now I look back and I, I you know, obviously I love those Laker teams and I love that I I got to see that. I know Kareem was a free agent and everything, but like most of those guys, it was shrewd trades yeah. and drafting. Like it was more than like, hey, we have the most money. Right. We're in a very desirable city. Sure. Like LA, Miami. Who the fuck wants to go to Boston? Kyrie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Irving, apparently. Yeah. What, what was a cooler deal? To go to the fucking Freedom Trail? <laughs> <laughs> what was a, a cooler uh, experience getting to act in a scene with Jane Curtin? We gave or... up a bunch of people for Kyrie Irving, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you did. Before you try to make that look like that was some big, like. No, I know you did. Yeah, you, it was you, a trade. Yeah, we got rid of Isaiah Thomas, who would have had his own fucking street the way he was playing. Yeah. That to me is, uh, I mean, I. I Isaiah is also a, a Seattle boy, so I thought I was very af- uh, affected by that. I love that guy. That was so fucked up. Yeah. But I mean, like, why? Where is he now? Uh, L.A. Yeah, he was on the Lakers. He's still here this past oh, year. Oh, no. But then he did, did he not get along with LeBron? He's still here. I mean, they just haven't. Um, they haven't but he's on like a, a two-year deal, maybe. So They haven't, de- they haven't he dealt him He had a knee yet. surgery. He had knee surgery, so he's oh, trying he to come did. back. He did, dude. Which sucked I, because, I mean, dude, he was going to max out with you guys. He, yeah, he has the biggest heart. Why would you not want to? You have I, to get I, that was that's the worst trade in a while in Boston. Watching because Danny Ainge has done everything right. Seems like yeah, he's kind of looking like Belichick Junior. You know, yep. like mm-hmm. as far as his moves. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm just I don't know. I don't want to be that old guy bitching about the way the kids do it. I've God knows I've done that enough. So it's just like if that's what people do. I just don't get why LeBron gets so much shit. I get when he went to Miami, they gave him mm-hmm. shit. But yeah. once he came back and won and, a title, and Cleveland, won a title, it's like yeah. it's over. Yeah. He it's did over. It. Yeah. yeah. Roll broke, credits. <laughs> yeah. He broke the streak. Haven't yeah. had one thousand since like criticizing him within two months the next season. It's just like, what the fuck? Did, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, did you, how much prep did you do before you did Madison Square Garden? And how bonkers was that? Because I'm sure you went to games there uh, growing up. Uh, and even as. Uh, no, you know what I did was I, uh, I got with Josh Adam Myers and those guys from the goddamn Comedy Jam and Ben Bailey. Oh, yeah. And I just, we rented a bunch of drums and That's guitars. Those pictures. And we just fucking jammed in an empty Madison Square Garden and had so much fun and we're acting like fucking idiots that like it felt like took the nerves away well we kind of made it our own little clubhouse so yeah. then when I went up there I remember uh, Verzi opened and then it was DeRosa and DeRosa had like this fucking Golden Girls looking <laughs> sweater on that I made fun of and then I just felt like I was at like the cellar or something wow mm-hmm. just shitting on them and uh, the sound was great and, um, do you usually do that with big venues, or is this one just so momentous that uh, you're like, I gotta bring it down a little? 
No, I, I, no. I mean, I haven't done a lot of those. I haven't done a lot of those. So it wasn't something that I wanted to do either. But then it was just kind of like, well, they want you to do it. And that's not one of those things that like. And I was just like, well, am I going to regret later on if I yeah. don't do it? I need another tissue, dude. My fucking yeah, sick here. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Can you hit pause on these things? Yeah, so sure. I go grab yeah. it. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. They, Seattle was was uh, all pressed. They had Tampa Bay Mariner stuff ready to go uh, if we didn't have that crazy '95 season where we. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, the team was anyway. That's such a great city. Yeah, it's such a great city. I think that Seattle hockey team is gonna. <clears throat> I think the NHL finally put together three great moves: Nashville, Vegas, mm-hmm. and now Seattle. After all those times, just picking warmer cities yeah. and missing the mark like I don't know what's going on but like you don't think the Phoenix Coyotes are one of the greatest NHL franchises of all time I know have I you mean, gone up I mean I'm not saying they're bad fans down there but it's yeah. just like uh, I mean go figure go figure why Nashville mm-hmm. I, I like when they said they were going to Nashville I was like that that is an all time high dumbest place to put a franchise what in the that's like family values like uh country music what are right. we doing i remember i went to a game early on yeah in their time there and this puck went in the corner they didn't even know how to cheer it on went in the corner and this old lady yelled up behind me she goes squish him swear to god that was just like squish him all right <laughs> but now, now yeah yeah they've, they've sort of gotten it are oh you, now, yeah yeah they do are you gonna be one of those uh uh dads uh you said your daughter's about to turn a year and a half yeah which uh it's Adorable to see how uh, just oh, dude, in sh- awe you I'll are show, of. I'll show you a, yeah. like, the cutest video ever. I remember talking to you at the day. store maybe maybe a couple months in. and Or no, it actually was in Boston. We were walking uh, to um, the House of Blues and you were just like, just gushing over it. And I was, you know, and, and I was talking about like, man, I just don't know if I ever get in a place. And you were like, you have to, you can do both. Because I was telling you that was my concern of like, yeah. still staying active with this and then doing it. But you found the balance. It's a yeah? job, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a job. You fucking... And also, you can actually see your kid more. If you do the, this business right, you can actually see your kid more than somebody with a nine-to-five. I mean, there's days where I go on the road, but I mean, I'm, I never go out for more than two or three days. Um, and then I fly out the day of the gig, so I make sure that I see her there in the morning. And then uh, I'm on the first one coming back. and uh, But then I'm home for like 10 days straight. It's awesome. And then yeah. I think when she gets like older, I'll just sort of work around her spring breaks in in summer vacations until she gets old enough that she's sick of me and I embarrass her. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to be that dad if she plays sports, which she probably will. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> like yeah. screaming and hollering and, and front row. Or are you going to be like, you know what? Let me step back and not... I think there's no, no I, I mean, I'll cheer if she does something good, but I'm not going to be like yelling at refs and shit. You're going like, to be getting dad fights? <laughs> there's no, a YouTube no. rabbit hole you can go down, dad no, fights. No, no, and oh, I don't great. That, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. No, I'm just going to expose her to a lot of different things and see what she gravitates yeah. towards. And uh, But like... One of my goals is that she's going to know how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. She's not going to be one of these girls that doesn't know how to do shit. You know, you get a girlfriend and they just don't know how to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved you were... Like, fucking the door handles like <laughs> loose. It's just like an Allen wrench. Can you open a jar of fucking peanut butter? Can you put it back on? You can fix this. Yeah. You know, so like... Um, it's embarrassing. You know, teach her how to yeah. throw. Yeah. Because my wife will handle all the girl shit, you know? Right. So I'll do all the... Uh, the guy. I already have her. Like, she has like these little toy like all different colorful balls she comes out she's mainly a righty I think nice. she comes out and she just like throws them across the room my wife hates it it's on hardwood floors but I love it <laughs> then my thing is I'm trying to throw them back to her area mm-hmm. faster than she can clear out her whole area and she just like loses her mind has a great time but now she'll take out a puzzle and now she starts to throw the puzzle so <laughs> I gotta try to like dial it back. Like you do that with ball. You throw a ball, yeah. puzzle. Do you have a go-to dad uh, move, like a silly face or a noise or something you do to try to make her laugh? Um, it changes because they change, and right. then their sense of humor changes. So like, mm-hmm. what used to just imitating a sneeze was like, you know, was lost her mind. Prior level comedy to her, <laughs> and now it's uh, I think chasing her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's chasing her is what makes her laugh. What if you were like, now it's like Ellen albums. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. You know what's funny is like how just how like everything's so new to them that they're like, that their heightened emotions are just like what can just make them cry or like, uh, yeah, you know, like you chase them. And they're so excited that they have to stop running because, like, there's this jolt of, <laughs> like, that they stop. It's the funniest shit ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so cute. Uh, I understand why people have so many kids because they grow up. Even just a year and a half has gone by so quick. 
that she's not a baby she's a toddler now so i can see that you just want to hit the reset button and just keep having a baby a baby baby, baby yeah because right. it's so uh and yeah and it does go by it goes by like cruising and and, it, and you were a guy that would uh rant about like not getting married not wanting to be married yeah. so now so now that you're married kid like do you look back and go like yeah that was the right decision oh yeah but i mean when i was doing that it was my fear of it mm -hmm. you know i mean there was some intelligence to it but a lot of it was my fear of like you know you marry somebody they can just take you for everything you got and you yep. you're in this business long enough that's the funny thing when they're talking about in this me too shit all these predators out here mm -hmm. they haven't brought up like you know all of these fucking women out here trying to get your fucking money. You know what I mean? And they just blame the guys over that shit. Like, I can't believe how good looking I've gotten over the last fucking five years. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I'm keeping my house. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Like, I, you know, yeah. I've met a lot of people out here and, you know, that there's like I mean it's like fucking ridiculous like the levels that uh, guys are getting stolen from out here with, with shit like that and they yeah. just go hey you know well what did you think what is that that's your fault but I mean there's no law against there's no due process there's just like there's nobody there's no mm -hmm. law against somebody saying that they love you when they don't just yeah. so they can get your shit yeah the right. day after the prenup runs <laughs> out or whatever you know it's like you know nobody gives a fuck about guys they just they stop <laughs> nobody, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> It's about them. It's all about them. What What of uh, your work are you excited for your daughter to see first of? Or will you allow her? Like, will you let her watch Efforts for Family at like age 10? I showed my brother's family no, guy at like no, nine no, and no. they have great I, sense of I, humor I, I because of it. She ever wants to watch any of my shit, that'll be her decision. But I mean, I would never be like, hey, you want to see what I did? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would hope that she would want to watch something else. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that guy to her. I would rather just be like... Uh, but, I, but I mean, I know a lot of guys that, you know, have done way more than me and they're just dad and they're just like... The kids don't care. Yeah, the kids are just like, oh, yeah. God, I get it. You won an Oscar. You know? <laughs> just, it's just, it's the, you know, it's just the stoop, like whatever you do after a while, it's because they're trying to make their break and I think, I would guess, and then also you bringing them up at some point there's that age you get to where you just think you, you got it down. You have mm -hmm. life down. That's right. like around 11 or 12. Right. And then you start getting like, you become more like their boss and they start getting like disgruntled and shit <laughs> like that. Like, what the fuck do I got to do what this guy says? What does this guy know? You know? Well, you are, uh, speaking of boss, you are, you are technically our boss because you run the All Things Comedy Network and we it's are- a co-op, my friend. With uh, you, uh, Al Madrigal. And That's right. Yeah, uh, you guys do make it very cohesive, though. It's uh, it feels very collaborative. It took us a and, long mm -hmm. time to try and figure out how to get this fucking hippo running down the street. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we finally got it, though, man. We're like, you know, got a good team. Well, yeah, we just sold a special to a network that I'm not allowed to say. Whoa. Although, Jesus, let me never rob a fucking bank with you. <laughs> uh, I'll cut that out. Like three other. Um, <laughs> Specials. Uh, I think we're going to do three other hours for that same network. Nice. And uh, we're in talks with some of the sports leagues and uh, we're pitching a, sh a show coming up. You know, What made you want to start a comedy network? Because I've been in the business long enough where I always see artists starting scenes and then the businessman comes in. It's like, all right, I'm going to just fucking, you know, corral <laughs> all of this. Okay. <laughs> You're going to, you know, I'm going to give you all this exposure. I'm going to own what you do. Yeah. And this blah, 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 blah. And it was going down that same road. And uh, I was seeing comics like giving up ownership of their podcast. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, it's like you created this whole fucking thing and you don't need this fucking guy. He needs you. So we just want a place for comics to go to where you could retain ownership. And as a collective, we could promote each other's stuff and the artists would get the money. All right. That, well, that's the goal. Who knows? Ten years from now. <laughs> and he stole all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why does Bill have a second copter? <laughs> yeah. um, well, uh, thanks for doing this. No worries. It's a good time. Uh, I mean, you're... I don't even know if you, you, you have to be aware of how just um, much shut comic. Up, shut up. All right. <laughs> I don't hear that. All right. All right. Uh, but it's a big deal for us for you to do this. So I yeah. appreciate it. Why are you talking like you've never met me before? We fucking hung out. I know, but this it's still, like a uh, big deal. It you is. To sit down and talk to me like I have a thousand times before. I understand. I'm not going to take in compliments. Yeah, I know. But not. shut up. All, All right. right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for having Thanks, me. Bill.
for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Julia White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.